Welcome to the Sisterhood of Healing podcast, the podcast that wants to help you reach your best and most divine potential. Each week, we dive into topics concerning inner healing, wellness, and spirituality. We discuss strategies and practice from our own personal experiences regarding higher energies, trauma, and connecting to the divine as we take you through our own personal journeys to discover the highest versions of ourselves. In combination with guest speakers, we bring you a comprehensive guide to mental and spiritual wellness and the ability to connect to yourself and the world around you on a deeper level. I'm Nicole. And I'm Christina. And we are two sisters who want to take you along on our spiritual and healing journey. We are each on our own individual healing and spiritual path and bring unique perspectives regarding yoga, chakra healing, meditation, intuition, and trauma healing. Sometimes life is messy, sometimes it's confusing, and sometimes everything falls perfectly into place. Join us as we navigate the path to divine enlightenment together. Welcome sisters, brothers, and non-binary listeners to episode 12 of the Sisterhood of Healing podcast. On today's episode, we're discussing self-care 101. So self-care seems to be this kind of buzzword lately. I've been hearing about it a lot. So but being mindful of your self-care, self-care practices, um, it seems to be like everywhere I turn, social media, um, you can hear it in the news, it's popping up in a lot of dialogue that I'm having with people of all ages um, and all experiences. So we're going to talk about a little bit about what self-care is today. We'll unpack it. We'll give you some self-care strategies. Um, and hopefully, hopefully you'll have a bit of a better understanding of what self-care is and how to use it in your own life. Mm-hmm. So what is self-care? So self-care is basically anything that you do for yourself to look after yourself, to benefit yourself, to nourish yourself, to nurture yourself. Um, Melanie Monaco, um, the creator of the self-love coaching program that I'm a part of, we had on a couple of weeks ago. um, She said that self-care is the action and self-love is the effect of that. So Hmm. yeah, so you practice um, different acts of self-care, which inevitably result in you showing love towards yourself. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So um, I've heard like people say like, um, like taking a shower is a form of self-care. Yeah. But like, is it, I've heard that it's also not because like that should just be like a, something you do for yourself every day. That's like, just like looking after yourself and it's like a basic hygiene thing. And like, it should be considered (laughs) um self-care I I don't know what are your thoughts on that that's interesting um I think it comes down to being mindful of what you're doing I think if you're being mindful and intentional about whatever action you're taking it can be seen as a form of self-care like what are your intentions behind taking a shower did you just Mm -hmm. have a workout and you need to jump in jump out because you know you're on your way to work and it's your purpose is solely for hygiene and to get clean. Or like, I know for me, I take showers in the evening right before I go to bed or sometimes right before I meditate and go to bed. 
um, because it, it puts me in this like warm, relaxed state. It makes me feel comforted. I'm able to kind of wash off my day and I will consciously stand in the shower, especially if I've had a particularly stressful day. And I will like picture the stress, the whatever, um, kind of like negative stress inducing experiences I've had that day. I'll like picture them like washing, being washed off my body. So I would say in that sense, because I'm being mindful of it and mindful of why the water is kind of hitting my body and the purpose of it and being intentional in taking a shower for comfort to kind of soothe myself before bed. I would say that for me, yeah, it is a self-care practice. Mm, Okay. So it's the intention behind it that considers it either like personal hygiene or (laughs) self-care. Yeah. I guess like even like washing your face, like think of how good you feel just like washing your face. Like if you've come home afterwards, you just like throw some water on your face or if it's a hot day, you throw some water on your face to kind of refresh yourself. Like even that's an intentional act where you're trying to you know, again, like wash, wash the day off your face or wash the heat off your face, whatever it is, cool your face down. It's all intentional. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, very true. But I guess there's varying degrees of, of self care, but yeah, if you're doing it to look after yourself mindfully, intentionally. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So there are different types of self care and like, we'll unpack those during this episode. Um, we should probably start with personal self care. Yeah. So that can be, um, you know, maybe like taking time to read a book or journal or taking the time out of your day or building into your schedule time for you to like learn something new. Maybe you want to learn a new language or um, coming up with like a, a different hobby for yourself. So is that doing things that interest you then? I would think so. Um, but then I, that's also like different um, than physical self-care. So you can have like an interest in like playing volleyball, but that would be physical self-care. Hmm. So what are some of the ways that you show yourself personal self-care personally? Personally, as I mentioned, like reading a book can be a form of personal self-care. And I, I know I had mentioned this a few weeks ago on an episode that I like to take at least like an hour out of my day or time to sit down and read a chapter in a book Um, that allows me to take the time out of my schedule, out of my day to, to really just dedicate that time to myself. It's like a form of personal development, the way I see it. I love that you do that. I've always wanted to do that people that take time out of their their day and and read I know I keep a book beside my bed and I'll read it before bed but normally I get a couple pages in and then I fall asleep (laughs) so it's not um it's not as mindful I guess as I would like it to be but I'm always so in awe of people who set aside time in their day specifically just to read yeah and like, yeah, not everyone has time in their day. And like another practice that I like doing is cleaning my space. Mm-hmm. I think that's personally for me, the best way that I can care for myself because I'm the type of person that if I see clutter, I find it very 
overwhelming and it doesn't put me in a good mental state. So cleaning my physical space around me just helps me care for myself um, in a better way overall. I would agree with that. I have that same need. Um, and it helps me care for myself mentally, I think. Yeah. When my space is, is tidy, um, my mind is kind of at ease. And when my space is cluttered, my mind kind of feels unsettled. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel unsettled when my space is unsettled. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that's a really uh, easy way to practice personal self-care but I feel like um, these different types of self-care that we're gonna speak to kind of interweave with one another right we can practice emotional self-care by practicing personal self-care practices as well right like maybe we're taking time to journal Mm -hmm. that can be emotional because we're taking the time to deconstruct our thoughts, you know, to work through what's going on, putting pen to paper. Um, but I feel like that can also overlap into personal self-care. Yeah, I think I think a lot of these are multifaceted. Like a lot of them cross over. But yeah. I think that's that's the one of the greatest things about self-care is that um in doing one act, you are, you're kind of helping a lot of different aspects Mm. of yourself, whether consciously or unconsciously. And that's such a nice way to kind of honor yourself and your needs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then I think another way that um, we can practice emotional self-care is like going to therapy yes or sitting down with a friend and talking through our thoughts or feelings talking about what's going on mm-hmm. in our lives um just making sure we're not like bottling things up I think that's a probably a form of self-care that gets overlooked yeah the actual act of speaking like speaking your truth you've probably heard that Mm -hmm. phrase as well speak speak your truth but it really is quite therapeutic um and being able to communicate communicate your needs communicate your emotions communicate things that are on your mind on your heart um, are so important like that is such a great act of self-care that I think a lot of people um probably consciously ignore right like a lot of people like don't want to talk about their feelings a lot of people work hard at bottling things up at um not acknowledging the things that need to be spoken about but that probably is one of the greatest needs we have as humans right that need to speak our truth and to connect with others it's it's so crucial and that really is it does lead to self-love because you're honoring yourself and when you're honoring yourself you're respecting yourself and you're showing yourself love yeah I love that you bring up authenticity Mm -hmm. like it's it's so true when you when you step into who you actually are and you can project that onto the world and be your truest self I think that's definitely a form of 
caring for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's exhausting not being your authentic self. Like I've been there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I've unconsciously I've been there, right? Not mindfully, but I've unconsciously been there. And like, yeah. it is exhausting and it's yeah. not honoring who I am or like who I was. It is not loving myself. It is performing. Yeah. 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 So we can take that into social self-care, mm-hmm. being your truest self around your peers, mm-hmm. um, but also taking the time to be with, with friends and family you know, whether it's like a phone call, a Zoom chat, meeting up with someone in person, um, taking the time to be with our loved ones is another way that we can fill our cup. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely an act of self-care, being around the people that care about you. Yeah. (laughs) And building those connections, those emotional connections, social connections, like you said. Um, but what about when being around people is not honoring your truth or not honoring Mm. what's best for you? Yeah, I think you need to choose wisely who you're spending that time with because time spent with certain people can be extremely draining. So we need to be aware of who we are spending our time with how we are spending our time with them yeah you bring up a very valid point yeah yeah and also notice and I I didn't notice this for years or if I was noticing that I was drained I wasn't putting two and two together but notice how you feel after being with certain people (laughs) like yeah drained are you feeling not as full of self-worth and self-love yeah and oh sorry go ahead no go ahead it's okay no learning learning how to say no is a form of self-love so that you're not putting yourself in situations where you're feeling like that yeah yep boundaries hashtag boundaries boundaries. (laughs) that's a whole other episode that's a whole other episode um but there is a difference between like having boundaries and like obligations right like you can't just like ditch all your obligations because you're like I just don't feel like it today like there's a difference between setting up boundaries for self-care and just deciding you don't feel like it because you would rather not I don't know if I'm articulating that right but well it's like there's honoring others and honoring yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would, I would love to say oh, I am not working this week. I need to care for myself, but um, that's not always realistic, right? I have yeah. to show up to that. You can't just say no in situations like that, but I can say no to maybe choosing to not meet up with friends for dinner on a Friday night because I need to take that time for myself alone. Mm-hmm. Alternatively. So would you say that like being alone is also a form of self-care? Mm, yes. Probably one of my favorite self-care practices being <laughs> alone. <laughs> uh, I actually had this conversation on the weekend that I um I, I love 
being alone and I like looked forward to the time that I spent alone like in my bedroom like growing up being surrounded by my favorite things Mm -hmm. and being like in my own space in my own energy um I was never bothered by that I think learning how to be alone is so healthy yeah because you you learn to be independent really Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. And there's like a degree where like, if you're alone all the time, if you, if you're like neglected, abandoned, like that's a, a completely different discussion yes. um, in terms of learning to be on your own and independent. But, um, I think what you mean is just like learning to sit with yourself and your yeah. thoughts in your own space. Yeah. Taking that time and being okay with it. Yeah. Now that you said that, like, yeah, growing, growing up, like I loved being in my room. It was like my safe space. I loved, yeah, just hanging out there, doing my own thing, like reflecting, reading. I used to read a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yep. Yeah, turning music on. Yes. Watching a movie. Um, yeah, those were all all things that we did growing up alone. Yeah, and I didn't realize, I mean, I always liked being with people. And, you know, like in our house, we always, it was you and I could hang out with each other or, you know, we either mom and dad or we had animals we could hang out with like there was always like someone around um so I never realized that I did like you know just sitting by myself that that was some a gift that I gave to myself a type of self-care um Mm -hmm. until I really learned to appreciate it over the last like year and a bit like I love I love coming home on a Friday and just sitting and reading or like not like not needing and that's the thing like not needing to socialize and finding tranquility and peace and joy in Mm -hmm. just being by myself yeah I agree and um I guess I I didn't realize how much I enjoyed being alone until the pandemic hit and then you know we were forced to stay at home and be alone and I didn't hate it and I had felt like I had all the time in the world to practice self-care for myself like I I was reading I'm sure you remember I read so much at the beginning of the pandemic I was blowing through books and you know taking the time to shower every day when I didn't (laughs) have to shower or going for walks right getting out in nature um and then you know now as things are starting to open up and life is getting busier. I feel like I have less time to spend on myself to do these little self-care practices. Mm-hmm. I had that realization the other day as well. Um, you know, now that like being at school clubs, sports, things are going almost back to normal. And so things are starting to get busy again. And I love being a part of all these things. Like they, they do bring me joy. Um, but I, I was mindful of the fact that, okay, that means I'm going to have less time for myself again. I'm going to need to learn how to um, restructure my lifestyle so that I can go back to those moments of quiet, of um, sitting with myself. And I think that's part of why my meditation practices changed as well. just to reflect how everything was kind of changing so yeah it's a 
like when life, when life changes, that's one of the things that we have to be mindful of is continuing to maintain our self-care practices because they are so important and it's so important or it's so easy for us to put ourselves second to all the other obligations, responsibilities, and people that we have in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that. I think um, a lot of people probably look at self-care as something that can be on the back burner, Mm -hmm. that it's not a priority, but it really should be. Because like, how do you look after other people? How do you show up for other people when you're not showing up for yourself? I think you're, you're not going to show up as a whole person as a person that you need to show up as mm-hmm. like if you're burnt out if you're not looking after yourself you really need to put yourself first because you're not like you said you're not showing up 100 and I know we've we've said this many times on the show put your oxygen mask on first yeah else is on. yeah I I know like I'm someone who like burns out really easily mm-hmm. and like this weekend like I slept in until 1030 on Sunday. Amazing. And I did not feel guilty. because I was like, you know what? I needed that. As much as I had planned to like get up and be productive and do all these things, my body needed rest more than it needed all of those other things. And that was a form of self-care. That was a way that I, I needed to look after myself. And it's so important that you recognize that and that you honored that as well you didn't let guilt creep in or, you know, like you, you allowed yourself that action, that time for yourself. That's so important. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't always like that. Like I would feel guilty Mm -hmm. for doing that if this was, you know, two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the desire um, to do these self-care practices comes from a place of self-love. realizing that I'm worth whatever I need yes I think a lot of I mean obviously we grew up in the same household Um, my experiences with understanding self-care growing up and up until yeah recently were that if you showed yourself sorry my my understanding of self-care was like bubble baths and (laughs) um you know taking a nap like doing things where you were relaxing and I was, we were taught that that's being lazy. Yeah. And so I think a lot of not honoring ourselves, feeling guilty for sleeping in came from that like subconscious belief that if we are not being productive, we are being lazy and we are like, that's not a respectable attribute, but yeah like respectable to who right like you need to respect yourself first yeah yeah exactly then I'm going to feel more motivated and more energized to do things around the house if I take that time for myself and rest after you know a busy week at school (laughs) and working like yeah we we deserve to take that time for ourselves um but that was learned the hard way for us. Yeah, it definitely was. I faced years of burnout and it's funny because I remember dad always saying, you have too much on your plate. You have too much on your plate. You're going to burn out. You're going to burn out. And I'd always say like, this was like high school, university. Like once I started working and I'd be like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I need this. I need this. But like, ironically, 
these were the lessons I was taught growing up. <laughs> and then I was being told to, to slow down so I didn't burn out. Um, and yeah, now I make yeah. sure that I don't get to that point. Yeah, it seems like um, burnout is almost questions with friends. You'd be like, oh, well, like, oh, I had such a hard week. I worked all these overtime hours and then I had to do X, Y, and Z after work today. And it, yeah, it always seemed like a competition to see like who was busier, but who actually wants to be the busiest person? I know. Like why? Like I, I definitely have had those conversations with people and everyone's just like unconsciously, like, I can't say that anyone was ever trying to prove that they were the busiest, but you just like, it's, it's so natural to say like, no, I'm busier. Like, what are you trying to prove in that? I don't know. Are we trying to prove that we're exhausted and we need to take the time to prepare <laughs> for ourselves? We need that downtime. If well, that's that the case, then you need to prioritize that time in your schedule for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's an interesting thing to, to think about definitely like why we have this obsession with, with burnout like like what are we proving like I this could be a whole other conversation with like women (laughs) and worth and (laughs) how much you give to others again a whole other podcast (laughs) but yeah how much how much are you contributing to Mm -hmm. society Mm -hmm. to to a business to a corporation right Mm -hmm. what is your worth but (laughs) that would be going off topic (laughs) (laughs) So back to self-care, another form of self-care is physical self-care. So I had mentioned that I like going on walks. So physical self-care can be any way that uh, you are interested in moving your body. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I, I don't, do you know what? I walked a lot during the pandemic. I don't, I actually, you know what? That's why I walk every day to work. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't walk that often, but I walk every day to and from work but a 10 minute walk. So it's not that long. Um, I'm fortunate to be in such close proximity to where I work. Um, but, um, hiking, I love hiking and rollerblading. Like I live for rollerblading or being on skates. Like those are my favorite types of movements in addition to yoga, but like really that those are the things that drive me hiking and rollerblading can't live without like, I can't agree with the hiking um, <laughs> or not, not the hiking, the rollerblading. I can't, I can't agree with the rollerblading. I can agree with the hiking. I love getting outside and getting fresher. Mm-hmm. Um, it's warming up now and I just want to get onto the trail yeah. every weekend. Unfortunately, uh, it's been icy and now it's all muddy. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that wavering between ice and mud right now <laughs> depending on the so I'm gonna have to wait on that one um but I have spent a lot of time outside walking the dog just on the sidewalk on the streets where we can and um I find that for me getting outside and walking is the most important form of physical self-care I can do because it clears my mind and there's like nothing better than fresh air to me. No, 
Well, think about how many people, like I was down at the water yesterday, rollerblading, and there were so many, it was a beautiful day yesterday. It was windy, mm-hmm. it was sunny, it was beautiful. It was like 14 degrees. <laughs> it's the beginning of March. And there were so many people down there just taking in the sun, taking in the fresh air. Like we are naturally inclined as humans to like be outside, to like, to to need that connection with fresh air and, yeah. and nature, right? Like everyone gets outside. When the weather's nice, everyone's outside. Regardless of if you're an outdoorsy person or not, everyone gets outside. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um but other ways I like to physically practice self-care is well yoga. <laughs> definitely moving my body. I, I like to have a yoga practice at least once a day. And if it's five minutes, that's cool. If it's an hour, that's even better. Um, but yeah, moving my way or moving my body in a way um that's intuitive to what I need and uh lifting weights you know that I started doing beach body coaching recently and I was never really a weightlifter and now that I'm lifting weights I love it like I look forward to waking up in the morning and getting my workout in it sets me off on the right foot every day if I get my workout done as soon as I wake up I have to agree with you there now that you say that I used to go to the gym because I knew it was good for me, but I wasn't like, yeah, the gym, like I am, you know, passionate and excited about other things, but I am very excited about doing my little weight workout now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I love it. Yeah. I, I, I've never loved working out until now. Yeah. I, I can't say enough good things about it. It's I I really do look forward to it and like I didn't work out this weekend and I just I felt awful I felt so sluggish without it and the first thing I did this morning when I woke up is I went downstairs and into my basement and started lifting my weights and put on my video and I felt fantastic for the rest of the day I felt motivated I was able to do things around the house and and I was in such a great headspace after doing it. And I like that you said you're in a good headspace because I think that just goes to show you, you know, like what all the research says about um, exercise and moving your body and mental health. Like it really is all connected. Like you do feel more motivated. You do yeah. feel more alert. Um, you feel you you feel more energized right? It's, it's such a great, like body is so good for you emotionally and mentally as well as physically. Like it's, it's, we're all just so like deeply connected to mm -hmm. everything around us as humans. Yeah. Like I feel more confident when I work out or after I work out, because I feel like I've accomplished something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're just like ready to take on the day. Like when I do my workout in the morning and I've switch like now that the light's coming up um I think I've mentioned this before like now that the sun's coming up earlier I like to do yoga in the morning I just find it so nice doing yoga with the rising sun but um and I've switched my my workout practice when I come home from work because I found out that I was starting to get like really tired after work and I was starting to take naps and I know that that's 
honoring what my body needs, but my whole schedule was off. My sleeping schedule was off. I was taking naps and I was being sluggish all night. I wasn't being as productive. So I was like, you know what, let's change this. Let's do the workout right after work, which energized me. It motivated me. And then I just started going to bed earlier and it completely changed everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you do have to change your self-care practices to meet your needs at, at a certain time. Yeah. Um, and sometimes self-care, like I work with and have a lot of friends who are moms and sometimes they're like, I literally just went into my laundry room and sat there <laughs> for 10 minutes. That's an act of self-care as well. Like whatever uh, you need to do for yourself to time out from the world, if that's what you need to just take a breather for yourself, to like put your mind at ease, like that is self-care and recognizing that you need those 10 minutes or those 30 seconds in the laundry room, in your car screaming, like in the bath, whatever it is, like that's so important as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you said that. Yeah, it, it really is whatever you need. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what you need, like your body knows what you need, your mind knows what you need. So yeah, you can honor that. You just need yeah. to show yourself some love and yeah, give your body what it needs. Yeah, your- don't feel guilty for doing it. Yeah, don't feel guilty. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing is is like we were talking about before, our society makes us feel guilty for looking after ourselves, but it's really the most selfless thing you can do because then you show up so much better for everyone else. Yeah. Yep, 100%. So another way that you can take care of yourself um, is spiritually. We can practice spiritual self-care practices, um, which is, you know, what we love the most (laughs) here at the Sisterhood. Yeah, I do. Um, Yeah, so spiritual can just be taking that time to connect to yourself, connecting to a higher power, connecting to the divine, um, you know, whatever you believe in, really. Um, I've gone on hikes and hugged trees, like hugging trees. I'm doing some spiritual acts. Like you are connecting your body to another living, breathing thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so true. Or just like stepping outside and like grounding in the grass. That's another form of spiritual self-care. 100 um spiritual or even religious self-care like if if you are a very faith-filled person prayer is a great way of self-care right to Mm -hmm. stop to reflect to pray to a higher power like that's so important um yeah even like going to church is an act of self-care you're connecting to community you're connecting to um, again, like your higher power. So like all these practices that kind of nourish you spiritually, religiously, whatever it is yeah. that you need that fills you, that nourishes you is so important to practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I found my way back to church and while I don't agree with all of the teachings of the Catholic church, um, I do enjoy going to mass on a Sunday because I enjoy the sense of community Mm -hmm. that is around me. And I also enjoy sitting there, even if I'm not listening, 
I'm taking the time to reflect and just be on my own for that hour. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Yeah. I kind of had the same kind of like roundabout experiences as you experience as you and um, just realizing the beauty that there is when people come together for the same religious reason or spiritual reason. Um, there's just such beauty and such power in that. And, you know, to be a part of a, a greater community, knowing that not only are you you know, doing something for yourself, but there's other people there supporting you in that journey. Mm -hmm. That's really important too, right? That's just fostering more love, right? Like more happiness, more inclusion, um, a sense of belonging. Like that's all looking after your basic needs as a human and that's self-love and self-care. So true. Um, Another way that we can practice self or spiritual self-care is through meditation. Yes, we did a whole episode on last episode, so we won't go into too many details with that. Um, but it's so important to note that meditation can be a form of spiritual self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, another way we can look after ourselves is financially as well. Mm-hmm. Do you want so, to talk about that? Yeah, just being wise with um, your money. Um, spending in a way that is serving you, um, you know, making sure that you are not spending beyond your means and maybe uh, saving for something that you like you, mm-hmm. you really want or saving for a trip, like saving for some kind of goal is looking after yourself as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also important to be mindful of your spending. A lot of us can be emotional spenders um, mm. if we're triggered, we spend money. We look to that for comfort and being mindful of when that's happening. So when you have to be mindful of your actions, so overspending Two, you have to be mindful of the fact that these actions are connected to an emotion. Yep. And then three, um, kind of like tracing back, like what is this emotion connected to? So having that mindfulness in all three of those areas is really important to honoring yourself right and and sometimes like you know you buying yourself something nice is a form of self-care right 100% it is you deserve to treat yourself 100% it is um but I think there's the tendency to joke too much in our society about retail therapy Mm -hmm. and I think that's indicative of um a deeper perhaps emotional um, need that needs to be kind of looked at and nurtured a little more. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like buying things is going to make you happy, bring you happiness. Mm. Not the case. Yeah. (laughs) So look at the things that sustain your happiness rather than give you that like instant gratification or that like instant validation. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, yeah. And that goes back to what I said, right? Like saving up for something, right? Something that you really want and you've worked hard for it and you are going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So we we listed off a lot of different self-care practices. Um, self-care practices are not a, um, 
like you need to practice them try try on different self-care practices is what I want to say to find something that suits you something that serves you so what I practice for self-care might not be what you need Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how do you like what would you say to someone who says oh I know that walking is good for me but like oh you know, I just have the time or like, oh, I'm just too tired or like, yeah, I know I should do that. But I would say that you are worth it. Oh, clean and simple. You are worth taking that time. Mm-hmm. You are worth putting in the effort that you, like, you are going to reap the benefits of it. Like you, like you couldn't have even imagined. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And if I think a lot of us would make time for others, so why not make time for ourselves? We would put the effort in for others. Why not put that effort in for ourselves? Yeah, exactly. Yes, we are, we are worthy. worthy. You are worthy of that effort. Yes, yes, we are worthy of loving ourselves and caring for ourselves. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love when you say beautiful things that warm my heart. <laughs> <laughs> fills me with such joy (laughs) (laughs) well we are worth it we are um I think too sometimes it helps I know sometimes even with um this is an act of self-care but like we keep each other accountable with this podcast I think accountability is a big thing like if you know that you know you know that walking is good for you know it feels good uh, makes you feel good but you know, you need a little motivation, maybe get a buddy, do it with a buddy. That's what we're doing with Bear Beach Body Group, right? Yeah, we're yeah. each other accountable for our physical activity, our physical self-care. Yep. And it really does help when you've got someone to help keep you motivated, right? And eventually, <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's apparent with the both of us, eventually you build that motivation within yourself, that desire within yourself. Like it's, it starts to like the the benefits of that group motive motivation start to manifest themselves within you and then <laughs> you build a almost a need a deeper understanding for how to how to motivate yourself mm, yep um there was actually one thing that I forgot to mention with um, physical self-care that it's not only just moving your body it's how you fuel your body oh yes so, important. so eat, eating well right does so many good things for you um if you're eating like junk you're gonna feel like junk yeah and people always say it's difficult and it's expensive to eat healthy but honestly no I I buy fruits and vegetables like the basis of my diet is fruits and vegetables and I am maintaining my budget better now than I ever have. Yeah. Well, yeah, like a a pack of strawberries and a bag of chips can cost the same thing. They really can. But that one is worse than the other. And one is going to fill you more than the other. But um, it's so easy to create an excuse like that for yourself saying, oh, it's more expensive. Well, again, it ties back to you are worth it. You are worth spending, investing in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And again, within means, like you don't want to break the bank. No. Um, healthy, but it really, 
can be cost effective um, mm-hmm. eating healthy. Like it doesn't have to be this big expensive venture. Yeah. A good thing to remember is, um, and like, that's not to say you're going to deprive yourself. Like if you want chips, if you really like Doritos, eat the Doritos, like, but everything within reason. So you want to follow the 80, 20 rule. So whatever you're putting in your body in a day, 80% of it should be body nourishing. 20% can be soul nourishing. Same with like within a week, whatever you're putting in your body within a week, 80% should be body nourishing. 20% 20% should be soul nourishing. So like cookies, potato chips, chocolate, like whatever it is. Um, so yeah. if you kind of like maintain that as a general rule, like you're not depriving yourself of anything you really like, but you're still being mindful of, you know, fueling your body with things that are good for it. Yep. Hmm. So good. So important as well. So important. And when you, when you start doing that, you really start to notice how you feel and that triggers your mindset and it triggers your motivation yeah. like everything's connected mm-hmm. Mind, body, it really body. is mm-hmm. yep <laughs> so any final tips or self-care tricks that you have for our listeners I think I'm gonna rip off what you said earlier and go back to that and say that you are worth it mm-hmm. and <laughs> I, cause I think that is just perfect because I think when it comes to self-care, we have these kind of conflated ideas of what exactly it is or self-care is hard or, you know, self-care, I shouldn't put myself first. It's selfish and self-care is so important for you to be authentic, for you to show up as the best version of yourself and I wish more people valued that and valued themselves to put themselves first and to know that they are worth it like we are all such beautiful divine beings and to not realize that is heartbreaking so know that you are worth it and whatever you need to do to make yourself feel better um, spiritually, mentally, physically is what you need to be doing to show up first for yourself and then to show up as a greater member of your community, a greater member of society. Mm. Yes, I love that. (laughs) What about you? I mean, you ripped off me. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. I couldn't help myself. That's good. Um, Yeah, no, you were worth it. And um, no matter how big or how small, how much time you have in your day, um, as long as you're taking some time to do something that serves you, then that's self-care. It doesn't have to be complicated. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in this week, everyone. We're so glad that you are here to learn a little bit about self-care. Um, if you wanted to connect with us on our socials, We are on Instagram at sisterhood underscore of underscore healing. We're also on TikTok at sisterhood of healing, or you can also connect with us through email at sisterhoodofhealing at gmail.com. We would be so happy to connect with you. Um, We've got a couple great episodes lined up, some really interesting people coming on that we are looking forward to. But if you do have any suggestions for future episodes you'd love to hear about 
um, or love to hear us talk about, then please send us a message, DM us, email us. I will be happy to connect with you. All right. Thanks, sisters. Bye. That's it for our show today. Thanks for joining. Remember, you can always reach out to us on our socials, on Instagram at sisterhood underscore of underscore healing, or on TikTok at sisterhood of healing. We love to hear from you, so please reach out to us at any time. Thank you for journeying with us today. We'll see you next time.